Welcome to Chatting with Theta Comply. I'm your host, Logan Wolf, and today I'm joined by my good friend, Scott Jacobson. Oh, hey, oh! And uh, nobody else, because uh, we were gonna do a certain episode this week, and then we were like, nah, we're not gonna do that. And then I was like, huh, I didn't actually tell anybody that we were doing it this week. <laughs> we were so well, much on the assumption. <laughs> and then it didn't pan out, and we were like, we just kind of just sat there in awe, like, huh. Yeah. What do we do now? So. Thankfully, Fate has a funny way of uh, pushing us in a direction sometimes. It's true. But the right direction? I don't know. In the right restroom? Who's to say? So, obviously, what we're going to go ahead and do today is we're going to talk about how uh, hypocritical uh, Donnie Trump is being because he was pleading the fifth on the stand or something when everyone else were when he for years was saying, well, you could do that or something. I don't know. He said only people only (laughs) he said people who plead the fifth are like idiots or whatever like that. And now he's been pleading the fifth nonstop. Yes. Hoisted by your own petard, Donnie. (laughs) By your oversized clown pants. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enough of that. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, We're actually going to go ahead and talk about something in. Well, it is video game related. And I suppose kind of at the moment in terms of the examples we have it's probably still the most related to video games but we're gonna go ahead and talk about dialogue this episode oh boy the two fucking egotistical narcissistic writers are gonna talk about dialogue we're gonna get into a dialogue (laughs) we're gonna have a dialogue Uh, how, how do we do that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know either. So, uh, yes, we're gonna go ahead and talk about dialogue. Uh, I guess we could say like in media uh, in general, but uh, probably. I, I think a lot that. of what we'll say will probably carry over. Yeah, between mediums. Yeah, because I mean, there isn't. There's honestly not, except for like the new, like strange kind of ways dialogue has been used in video games. There honestly isn't too much of a difference in terms of philosophy of dialogue. I would say. I agree with that, yeah. So, we're just going to go ahead and kind of jump into it. So, uh, Scott, why don't you <laughs> take the wheel? Because <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> okay, he's good. I decided to check. Yeah. Uh, so, the thing that kind of sparked this off, just to date this episode, like I, I like to do. Logan doesn't like to do it. But, I don't hey, like to do Logan it. Logan died. Oh, wait, no, Logan lived. Never mind. Uh, unfortunately. What? So there's been a tweet going around for uh, the game Forspoken, which is a game I have talked about and no one else. Uh, it's a weird one. It's like a fantasy. I don't know if it's RPG. It's fantasy action. A uh, main character from, I guess, what's supposed to be the Bronx or something like that is dropped into this fantasy world where, oh, no, they're the chosen one. That's oh, wait, so that's what random. that was? <laughs> I believe so. Oh, it's a uh, fucking isekai. <laughs> <laughs> I like your funny words, magic man. <laughs> Uh, but the description I gave it is about uh, the equivalent description as the game gives itself. They released a little, I guess, trailer. I don't really know what this is for. Like, it's not quite a trailer. It's just kind of on Twitter. Just like, hey, remember us? We all uh, know that nothing hap- good happens on Twitter. So, mm-hmm. and the main character is like, I guess. Okay, I don't know what they're really doing either. I guess like introducing <laughs> the game or themselves. I'm not sure. But but they have some. Uh, 
they have an interesting way of going about it. They're like, so let me get this straight. I'm somewhere that's not what I would call Earth. I'm seeing freaking dragons and I'm talking to a cuff. Like this very like flippant sort of, huh, I'm too cool for this. This is strange to me. This type of dialogue that people are starting to make fun of a lot. Like one of my personal favorites, is it here that I can see right now? Oh, wow. It was, oh, I was seeing it so easily before, but now it's kind of buried in the replies. But people have been complaining. Oh, here it is. Uh, people have been comparing how this style of dialogue would sound with like other games. Like this one from Nicholas Cole, who's an amazing character artist who's worked on Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. Uh, he's got like a picture for God of War. It's like, ooh, me? Yeah, I'm a freaking god, it turns out. <laughs> Shit, I'm all about that axe life. And that <laughs> handsome devil next to me? Fam, that's literally my boy. You can thank me for his good looks and formative trauma. Stop! It's not easy fighting heckin' Vikings, but honestly, being a parent, Ragnaroks. Can I take the gun out of my mouth? I was going to ask, did we kill him? Did we finally do it? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, like, and there were tons of examples here for like <laughs> uh, Yakuza, there's a Red Dead example, but it, it's, a, it's a, I think a pretty notable style of dialogue that you see it in a lot of things now, this very like You flippant, bad? I'm so, Yes, I do mean that. <laughs> I was trying to word it a little bit more artfully, but yes, this very like, okay, well, I can't, a cringy is not exactly wording it more artfully, but like this very, uh, you know, this, this flippant, like, I'm so above it all, right? Like, I'm a game. This is crazy. Oh my goodness. You know, the, what, what, what a meme. What a meme. What a, what a bad meme for the game. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, that's the thing too. Like, this is the. I was saying I'm the only person who's ever talked about this game, and I didn't even know what it was really about. And now this is how people are gaining traction on the game. I'm not gonna lie. When you first sent me that, I thought it was edited. Like, I thought it was a joke. Nope. And then he said it's real, and I was just like, I think I've had enough Earth for today. Right. It's very much like commercial quirky dialogue, which is. Very unfortunately, like the style of the time that we're in. Yeah. Oh my, oh my goodness. God. I'm so unique. I'm seeing heckin' dragons, yo. Why? <laughs> you they, why, why, here? why couldn't they ha- Why couldn't they have made it fun? Why couldn't, like, why does she have to be so confident? Like, why is she so, like, whatever? Why couldn't she be like, what the fuck is going on? Why the fuck is there a dragon? Why is there a coil talking to me? Why can't we just have people right. fucking react? Like, nor- like, you either have to have it where someone is just like so just like done that they're just like, I don't care anymore. Not like this, like, like I'm so above it, but just like I'm so done with this attitude where he's just where they're just right. like, I don't this f- fucking dragons now. And now I'm talking to a coil like, OK whatever god i do, god <laughs> just like i started and... political science and i'm almost done with my <laughs> dissertation yeah now i'm here yeah why can't we have something like that where a guy is just so pissed off where he's just like dude i was like i was like a week away from getting my master's i have a like a 20 page dissent not dysentery <laughs> <laughs> for 20 what pages it called? what is it dissertation called? dissertation Thank i just you. said it dude I have a 20 page dissertation due. I cannot be dealing with this. <laughs> right. Fuck. Or someone who's just like, you know, a normal person, how a normal person would react and be like, 
fuck is going on? <laughs> the fucking dragon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Having like a mental breakdown. But no, right. we can't have anybody be real. They gotta be super cool and like super nah. Well, they gotta be Everybody's real trademark. Tony Registered Stark. Trademark. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> it, it's that commercial quirky. That's the thing too. Like th- at the same time, like th- this lady talked for 30 seconds, like unbroken. Poor spoken, unbroken. But like, what did the, this told you? Like nothing about her, right? Like who? That, I, anybody could say this. I didn't know what she was this? from the Bronx. I di- I didn't know that until you. I I might have just pulled that out of my uh my reference bag. I'm pretty oh. sure sh- she's from New York. I'm pretty sure I saw. But right, uh, right. That but see, I don't I don't know. Like it, it's just so commercial brand quirky and like that's the like the first thing with dialogue. It's like the most important thing is it gotta be like personalized, right? It's gotta make sense from the person, right? Like anybody could say, yeah. Because you know New Yorkers, they're gonna be able to survive in a fantasy <laughs> world. They're going to be politely quirky about it. Like, oh yeah, that's something I do now. Like, hey, get out of my way, dragon! Hey, hey, I'm fucking walking, dragon. Hey, we're. How many video game protagonists can you think of that are just from, like, rural America? I feel like, you know what, now that I say that, I feel like there's actually a lot more than I can, like, think of off the top of my head. <laughs> I, I feels like such a thing that'd be out there. Right? I'm just trying to think of what it would be specifically. I don't know. Why couldn't we just have, like, a farmer? Why does that have to be someone from New York? Can right. we get some Midwest representation, right. please? Right. Well, that, oh, that's standing in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not represented enough. <laughs> right, but isn't that like just like the cherry on top too? Like they picked someone from New York. Like yeah. that's just so like Hollywood every person, you know? It, like that kind genuinely. of person is like, oh, they're so relatable because <laughs> they fall down. Like, and don't get, like Nathan Drake or something like that. Like he's not an everyman. He's like Hollywood everyman. And don't get me wrong. If you're from New York, like like actually like in the real world, nothing against you. But Hollywood has completely generalized your city. And I cannot think of you as anything else. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what else to do. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> So, that's what people that's what they're trying to be though right like that that's like relatable in their eyes right like huh that's what i would do i would be like whoa i'm seeing dragons but i think we've established that i don't think that that's how most people would react i'm out of touch i'm out of time copyright strike we need to stop fuck fuck um but yeah no there's this very strange like I, we've kind of touched on this before where Hollywood is or not Hollywood. Cause it's well, I yes, Hollywood, but also a lot of like mainstream game or mainstream mediums. That's what I'm thinking of. They want everyone to be, no one's unique anymore. Everyone has to be right. relatable. And that has to mean that no one says anything interesting. No one says anything unique everyone says the same thing everyone talks about the maymays they talk about current events politique or they talk about i don't know the newest trend or 
some bullshit because that's relatable. And I'm just like, ha ha, yes, fellow exister. Ahoy, <laughs> fellow gamers. <laughs> but God Looks forbid like we anyone... got ourselves a shifty Amogus among us, right, fellow gamers? God forbid anybody has any sort of semblance of personality. Jesus Christmas Christ. Right. I feel like sometimes two people like like good dialogue is like it's nice and snappy and it does kind of we talked about like the perfect reel before when we talk about realism in games. Yeah. Where it's it's you know real talk is sloppy. You know, we stumble it, over oh, words. God. We don't say exactly what we want to say. Heck, this podcast alone, how many times have we tripped over ourselves verbally? I don't know because I clearly very much always edit them out because we are perfect because I <laughs> I edit this podcast. <laughs> Certified truth speaker. Yes, there we go. <laughs> right. No, no one can question uh, me. <laughs> uh, and it's, it, but it's possible to have good dialogue that is just that good dialogue, but doesn't yeah. actually like make a good character. Like, I'm probably going to talk about this quite a few times in this one because they're a good example. Uh, Naughty Dog has always been great at dialogue, and I'm not going to talk about it. We talk about it before <laughs> we get sucked into the. I'm we get sucked down it. I'm not doing it. This thing, yeah, I'm gonna always and... been great at dialogue, even yeah. since the PS2 days. Like <clears throat> even Jack and Daxter, that's pretty good dialogue. Yeah, uh, people laud Uncharted for like, oh, that's got great dialogue. It does. But the thing is, I feel like sometimes the dialogue it can be good dialogue, but can it can also be a mask for actually not good characters? Oh yeah. Like I I feel like Uncharted's a great example. Like Uncharted has some great dialogue. It's snappy. It's sassy. The characters have good rapport. Everyone's clearly having fun, and it's fun to listen to. They've got good dialogue. But is Nathan Drake like a good character? A good, like, interesting character? How dare you? He has, he is charisma man. He say funny thing that mean he good. Yeah. He's just like me with his everyman quirks and the fact that he falls out of an avalanche every two minutes. (laughs) He's just like us. He's just like me. But, like, I feel like Uncharted 4 kind of bought into its own bullshit a little bit with, like, focusing on Nathan Drake, the origin story. What a deep, interesting character. Nathan Drake's never been, like, an interesting character. He's just been, like, the vessel through which we live out Indiana Jones fantasies, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no real, like, depth to him. He just kind of... Depth to him, not depth to him. Uh, he's just kind of, like, glibly sliding his way through, like, catastrophe <sighs> after catastrophe. It's like... I don't know. It's good dialogue, but you know what I'm saying? It's like it's masking that he's not like a super deep character. He's he's kind of like broadly likable, but he's not a great character. Yeah. I I feel like that's a trend too. just like focusing on the dialogue because that's what a lot of people focus on. Right. Like because that's writing to a lot of people that is writing because that's the most obvious thing that you see written because like, oh, someone said a good thing. Well, that was written by someone. Right. But there are a few more steps to it than that. There are a lot of different kinds of writing. Yeah. It's not just dialogue. <sighs> True. But and... that might lead to... Sorry, did I cut you off? No, I was just saying, God knows we've talked about that on <laughs> on end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it leads to... I've noticed, like, we've definitely, definitely in games, <laughs> but also in, just, in, in movies, too, I would say. It, it, people just are way too over-reliant <clears throat> on dialogue these days. Yeah. Like, I remember when we were talking about Elden Ring, uh, we were talking about, it's just nice, it's qu- it's quiet, right? You're yes. just out there vibing. You don't have, like, the the fairy on your shoulder, like, going, like, hmm, what did that guy said when he didn't like my armor? 
maybe we should go check him out by the volcano. Is that where he said he was? You know, just constantly being like, hmm, I should check out that big ass glowing tree. My, my <laughs> protagonist said, stroking his chin. Like, no, no, it's just quiet. Blend you be. That's not all games, though. So many games just don't shut up. Yeah. I've said it before, and I'll say it here because I don't know if I said it here. I said it on YouTube. Yeah. Dialogue is a tool. And like a tool, if you just go waving it around, sticking it in everything you can, it hurts. Yeah. It, it hurts a lot. Yeah, you're not wrong. A lot of... um. Oh my god, what was it? There's a lot of... Well, see, I was about to say, like, uh, Tales of Ar- Some of the Tales series does have that issue where every character names every single fucking attack, so when there's, like, four of you on the field and everything's going, it's like, oh god, like, what the hell's going on? But I feel like that's a bit different, because honestly, that kind of stuff eventually kind of just gets drowned out like into Mm -hmm. the like the battle but there are some games that will not shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) to put it lightly yes where they feel the need to constantly talk about everything Scott, you're gonna have to go because I can't actually think of any examples off the top of my head. Oh, I can think of so many. This is I, a huge thing with the yeah, like with a lot of Sony games. Probably gonna talk about Sony quite a bit. Yeah, like, well, the Sony Thrill Ride model is full of this stuff. Because the only issue that I've been facing, to, or that I am facing currently with this, is that a lot of the games that I've been playing as of late don't actually have this issue. So like fighting games literally don't have this issue, right? Like and they 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 just they don't they can't um right and i've been playing some other games more like rpgs i don't know i can't maybe there are some offensive rpgs but i can't really you know what i think like xenoblade chronicles 2 was like super offensive in terms of like god-awful dialogue uh the random everywhere yeah i've actually been hearing really good things about xenoblade 3 though which I'm surprised about. Well, I say surprised. No, yeah. I'm surprised because I heard not good things about two. <laughs> like so, uh You love a redemption story. Yeah. There's a lot of British people in there apparently. She calls one guy a Muppet. It's great. She also says Oh love me, I sounds like a guess. She also says you what mate at some point. So <laughs> They're just like us. Yeah, they're just like me and the bear. <laughs> now that's relatable. <laughs> you what mate? Um, right. What's always about that? But yeah, no. Uh, lately, I've been like even in like MMO games. Like, sure, are they dialogue heavy at some points? Yes. But then you go and like do an end game raid for like a billion hours, and you never talk to anyone again. And it's just like, all right. <laughs> so, and the uh, characters for the most part also don't fucking voice every single command they're doing so that helps as well so you're probably the one that has the most experience so far so i'm gonna go ahead and throw it off to you oh and i'm gonna catch it oh i fumbled it i'm so relatable and quirky and buddy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> no you're just a yep, disappointment that, that's go something on. i do now <laughs> i miss catching the point i'll probably fly next anyway oh so God, yeah definitely <laughs> chipping away at logan's soul with this one yeah jesus chris because i love i'm sorry not to do this but i actually really like writing dialogue like it's one of my favorite things to do because i love like scott said earlier like being able to craft like that perfect like um the 
what am I saying? That perfect, uh, that perfect reel. Yes. That perfect reel for like conversation and dialogue. I love doing it. And I also love doing it because there's two things that I really like or how I really like to characterize. Well, I guess three things, how I like to characterize my characters. Honestly, the like lowest on the totem pole is appearance because is it important? Yes, very much so. But especially in the medium I'm usually working in, like I say it once and I like really never bring it up again unless it's necessary. So it's like, well, shit. The second is their action or these are kind of tied, but their actions. Obviously, their actions are important because, you know, it's what they're actually doing. But one of the most important things that I or how I love to characterize my characters is how they talk. Is how they talk mm -hmm. to each other, how they talk to other people. It's a really fantastic way to really express your character's personality and attitudes. But it's hard to do that because you can't right. just have them explicitly say things. You have to have it natural. You have to have it flow. And when you get, like, get that dialogue down, you're just like, mm. Mm, I could keep. I keep Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I absolutely speaking. love doing that, that. I just love doing that. And I don't know, maybe Scott can disagree because he's read some of my stuff. But... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I won't disagree if you like doing it. Like if you like doing oh. it. Do it. <laughs> I see. I it's my opinion. You don't. Oh, shit. He caught me. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Another case busted. Yes. No, we definitely put a pin in that. Definitely want to bring up because it's a Scott and Logan one. We're definitely talk about craft in a bit. Yes. Uh, but in terms of just like you, well, at least, well, you know, to get what you're talking about a bit, yes. you can do a lot of function in dialogue. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> but there are a lot of games that, you know, we've been suggesting they don't really do that. They don't use dialogue for that. They just kind of shove it everywhere. Like I was getting into, like the so this is a huge thing with a lot of Sony games. It's actually kind of funny to the point. I believe that the Horizon sequel for Bidden West, there's actually a patch that very sneakily cut some of the lines Aloy says just in gameplay. Just because people <laughs> were talking about Elden Ring and how it's nice to have a character who shuts up. And they're like, yeah, me too. And then they cut some of the lines where she's like gathering herbs and stuff like that. I'm gathering herbs, she used right. to say. <laughs> right. Out well, I mean, loud and like... <laughs> often to herself. <laughs> ah, this will make a fine addition to my collection. She proclaimed loudly to an empty valley. Yes, Aloy, I do that too. When I'm sitting there and I'm uh, writing and I'm just like, or like uh, drinking water, I'm like, mm, this will keep me hydrated. Oh, sorry, what am I doing? I have like an actual... Goes down smooth. Ah, oh, that'll keep me hydrated for the next 8 to 12 hours. <laughs> Feeling stronger already. Yeah. Right. They're just shoving a lot of places. By far the worst developer under Sony's umbrella in this instance, in my opinion, is Insomniac Games. Is Naughty Dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you see, I don't know. Naughty Dog, I don't know about they overuse it. Oh, I'm Maybe just riffing. I have no but... idea. <laughs> right. The thing about Insomniac is that they just don't know when to stop. Like, legitimately. They're a menace to society when it comes to dialogue <laughs> in video games. I get it, because they made the Spider-Man game. You're so smart, Scott. Get out. He's a menace! No, you're a menace. <laughs> they did. Everyone is always talking. Either the character's talking to themselves, the enemies are talking while they're putting you down. They're like, this, how oh, we're gonna get you. Oh, you're gonna eat this. Come on, get him! Just like, just like shut, shut up. We're fighting. This is. Have you ever been in a fight before? Not, there's usually not this much talking. I understood that reference. Said to Spider-Man. Oh my goodness. 
uh, by far and away, like, oh, I'm going to do what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Ratchet and Clank again. I can't escape it. Ratchet and Clank is just insufferable <laughs> with this. Like, you, the Ratchet's talking, or Clank is talking, or the, the enemies are talking. They're trying to deliver Petrarchan sonnets as they fight. There's just so much noise. They're, your weapons will talk sometimes. Like, you shoot this, like, you throw out this, I guess, sentient fungus thing that'll fire, and it's throwing out fungus puns the entire time. It's like, oh, I'm a pretty fun guy. It's like, shut up! Just fight them! Looks like that enemy got... The point. <laughs> That's it's a good literally one, that. <laughs> <laughs> looks like that enemy got the point. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, thirty-seven hours later. <laughs> looks like that enemy got <laughs> the point. Jeez, uh, Archibald, do you think that enemy got the point? <laughs> <laughs> Someone show up. Most of the people. Uh, that's but that's the thing i feel like because that was a huge thing especially in like the uh the eighth generation when was it the eighth generation seventh generation with the ps3 360 (laughs) i know uh where you know you have those quirky dialogues where they have like the three options that repeat and i feel like the industry has been so traumatized since they've just been trying to cram as much dialogue as possible into one (laughs) space uh and it's just obnoxious if if there's no point to it stop it like i said it's a tool and a tool can do great good it can also get stuck in places you don't want something stuck. So yes. just rein it in. But more than that, like just like this over-reliance on dialogue, not just like having a lot of it, but just using it for everything. Like dialogue is, you know, the most obvious writing, like we were saying. When you sit down to write, a lot of it's gonna be dialogue. <clears throat> yeah. But should it be? Should it be? I remember one teacher uh saying something when I was in university for film. Uh, the teacher said something about some director who said if they took a saw a screenplay and they saw that it was like ninety percent dialogue and zero action, they threw it out. Like well, they yeah, wouldn't involve themselves with it. It's a fucking screenplay. Why would it be ninety nine percent or ninety percent dialogue? What's wrong with you? I'm not even a film student. I even understand that you should use the film as the medium to tell your story for the most part. What the fuck? exactly? Exactly. <laughs> no one's using the medium for this stuff. Everyone's just using dialogue. There and are times a lot in games. There are times where I'm sitting there writing and I'm just like, damn, I really wish like I could film this or draw this because it would be better visual. It's it it seems weird that I have to write right. it sometimes. Right. And this is especially annoying in films because, again, you know exactly what you said. They don't use film as, you know, a means to convey what they're trying to convey. They just do the dialogue. Yeah. Like, how many comedies now actually have something that's funny to see or use film as, you know, a basis of comedy? How, how much of it is just, like, two people sitting at a table just talking and making jokes that aren't really funny because it's just two people talking making jokes at a table? I have that in real life. You I know don't know. Saying? I think the only... I think the last good comedy I saw was Deadpool and what? That was like, I don't know, 20 whatever. 2016. Yeah. I was still technically right. (laughs) You were right. Yeah. Yeah. I was more specifically right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. Technicalities, baby, is what we do out here. Classic Logan. Come back in 10 years. Maybe you'll beat me. In what? I don't know. I'm just trying to, be, I'm trying to pitch dialogue here. <laughs> just, 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 oh, shit. I want to be a dialogue. Fuck. Right. But it, I, it just becomes yeah. too much. Yes. Like, it's just people talking is not the most interesting thing about film, about games, about any of that, you know? Yeah. It can be very interesting if you do it right, but it shouldn't be the only thing you're doing. 
Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for your approval on that one. I've, I've, yes. Right. But Just, admittedly, yeah. it, it is hard, like you were saying. Yes. Like it, 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 it definitely it's, is. It said that dialogue is the hardest writing. And uh, Logan, would you agree with that statement? Yes, because goddamn. And like I kind of said this before, um, there are some times where I'm writing and I do wish it could be a bit visual because I do think, and well, I say that, I kind of say this, this actually has less to do with dialogue because honest to God, dialogue in probably writing format. And I mean like, uh, sorry, like a written medium. So like book, novel, whatever is actually, I would say probably where it's strongest points are because with film, you can use a lot to kind of tell or, you know, like if you read or like a, a comic or manga or whatever, like a visual medium, you can still have great dialogue. Don't get me wrong. But in terms of the medium itself, you can actually kind of use that to replace some of the dialogue in like what would normally be like a written medium where like you don't have to really explain kind of like what a character's feeling because you can just kind of show it. Now, that right. doesn't really that kind of substitute dialogue but i would honestly argue it more so substitutes description more so um mm -hmm. one of the things you do lose in film is like internal monologues and stuff that that is something that they depending on how you're filming it for the most part most of them do lose out on that and internal dialogues can be great but when you're just trying to write and you are in this written medium and you're someone like me and well, I, I don't want to step on toes, but I'm assuming Scott probably also does this where we ah! really, <laughs> where we really, really, really don't want to just explicitly tell you that like, and this is what character feels. This is what character thinks. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Did you get it, little baby bitch? <laughs> um, for the most part, we try and write, I guess, dialogue. And I, I'm going to throw like inner monologues or inner thoughts into dialogue as well. Um, we try and keep it... I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Try to keep it 100, Chief. Yeah, try and keep it 100, Chief. No, but we try and convey what our characters are feeling and thinking and going through without explicitly telling you this is what it is. So in order to craft that, especially because you don't really have tone, like you can write, they said it in a certain way and that helps, but you gotta have, you have to put the words together in a way where it really expresses, like if anyone were to read it, you'd be like, oh, this person's angry or this person's sad. And you have to trust that, or you have to try and, I guess, write it in a way where the implication is clear and that is very hard <laughs> <laughs> i agree like i agree that dialogue is difficult to talk uh, to write about yeah to write and we'll get yeah. into that but i agree that when i when i hear that i think the i agree the most difficult writing is in a written medium yes because again oh, God. Yeah, when you <laughs> <laughs> funnily enough because yeah. yeah when you have film you know you have the visuals you see that and just seeing that alone can do a lot to a person it can engender certain feelings in a person you know what you're trying to get and sometimes you know you do lose out on inner monologue 
but sometimes the way you can compose the shot, you know, the way the actor conveys the emotions <clears throat> behind the character, you almost don't need an inner monologue. You can see it plain as day. Yeah. True. Yes. The problem in a written medium, like, you know, writing a novel <laughs> or something, is that you need to create those visuals, but you need to con- create it in the same way where you do convey that same emotional stay, stay you know, without outright coming out and saying it. Like, yeah. And, and not being, you know, you need to be clear, but you don't, if you're too bland, then that's not going to do anything for anybody. Yeah. You know? And don't get us wrong. It's not like we're saying that it has to be a hundred percent dialogue. You can obviously describe like attributes of your cat, like, you know, maybe their faces, you can say they're frowning. Like that's not explicitly like, obviously it's right. more implicit than some other aspects, but you can say they're frowning because they're frowning. Like, then you could imply that they're angry and what they're saying is is based off that mood so you can still use descriptions but again you have to have everything flow together because you can't have someone say and then he was frowning and he's like i love you and it's just like uh wait hold on (laughs) it's like i am confused playing hard to get aren't we yes right and then you know Obviously, dialogue is still difficult to write in a written medium. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah. But, yeah. So, but I don't know if it's the most difficult there. I think, you know, the most important thing when I write dialogue, when I approach it, uh, obviously, dialogue can be a great tool for, you know, setting up exposition, sometimes so subtly that you don't even realize it is. Uh, Yeah. But the really more important thing about dialogue, and it's the most important thing, the most, most important thing. I'm building up so much to it. It's going to be so underwhelming when I say it. I'm setting expectations too high, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yeah. Again, it's just got to be characterized. Like, yes. Dialogue, the most important function of it, in my opinion, is character. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I, not an accessory. Uh, it is the sole purpose of dialogue, in my opinion. I 100% agree. Because how do people know what your personality is? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'm not even, I don't know why I even asked you, because I'm going to tell you. I'm not not like those other ones. (laughs) Your actions and how you speak to people. Mm -hmm. That is that is like the two major and I'm not like those others. (laughs) Hair flip. There you go. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But that's how that's like the two most important ways that I think you can care that you generally characterize people, I think, in the real life, uh, but also definitely in the mediums of fiction and writing. Right. And that's not to say that it's like the only way to do that. And it shouldn't be the only way to do that dialogue. Yeah. Dialogue is very useful for that. But again, there's a lot of over-reliance on dialogue. That's not the only way to, you know, convey character. And in many ways, writing the dialogue is, more importantly, is knowing when to not write dialogue. Because dialogue (laughs) is not characterization, as we've discussed. Dialogue is an extension of character, a very nice extension of it. But it's not the only thing. You you know, it's a a character has acted in it. It's how they act. It's what they do. And if they don't do anything and they just talk a lot, it's not a very interesting character like a lot of mmo characters or like you know destiny tries to push these characters like oh my goodness these 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 characters man they've got the vanguard (laughs) and everything like that and it's like cool but all they don't do anything all they do (laughs) is tell you to do stuff right like even Cade six Cade six like is a funny man but he's not a fun character he's a fun (laughs) archetype for like the comedy man yeah but like is he still dead i think he's still dead probably i don't know rest in something ripping pepperonis Uh, 
like even then, he, you know, he was funny and whatnot, but he didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just, except in the Taken King, where he kind of helped us get set up a bit. Yeah, but the first still, time that they did anything. Really that. <laughs> right. Like he's like, hey, why don't you go over here and set up this mission? Like that that was kind of fun. But again, most of the time they just stand there and be like, why don't you go check out that darkness thing? I would, but you know, union rules. Yes. But then, you know, it's also got to, you know, reflect the, you know, the drama of the moment, right? Yeah. Like it's got to be an extension of that as well. Not just an extension of the character, but of like how the plot moves right and how this character's place in that plot i think you know is reflected i think kind of basically what we're saying here at least what i try and do because and we've gone into this before how we talk about oh let's let logan and scott talk about their process like a bunch of fucking assholes because <laughs> anybody what? gives a shit um yeah. <laughs> but um i really a lot of I'll, excuse me a lot of what my stories i guess you could say come about from is me taking like a character i usually start off with like a character or a world and i'm just like okay how does this like the interesting things for me is okay what is this world what are the rules who are the characters in it and then just how do they interact with it like what happens and then sometimes i can actually find a plot but for the most part it starts out like that (laughs) <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, okay, these guys, they're like, they're vibing in their world. What does that look like? Um, right. And so my philosophy for writing dialogue, or at least I try and stick to this philosophy because uh, God knows nobody's nerfic or p- fuck, nobody's perfect. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I think I've gotten my, po- I've illustrated Task my point. failed successfully. <laughs> um. But uh, God damn it! I like completely lost my train of because of that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, no, I said right like I fucking regained it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you fooled me. I thought you did. Um, what did you do? What did you do when you write it? Right, later? right, right. Sorry. Yes. Uh, my philosophy for not only writing, uh, well, honestly, just scenes, but dialogue as well, is I try and keep in mind where I think of like, okay, it's not. What do I need the character to do in order to serve the story? It's more so just, okay, what would the character do in this situation? And there are parts where I want to, you know, obviously get them to and lead them to, but I have to write it in a way where it makes sense character-wise that they end up there. And that's the same philosophy that I try and hold for dialogue, where I'm like, okay, this character, not what do I need them to say to service the plot? No. If this character were... I, well, I guess this is the wrong way to... Essentially, does this make sense that this character would say this like at this point? Like, right. what would they say? Not what do I need them to say? What would they say? What would they not say? Would they say anything or would they just do something or would they do nothing? And right. I have you have to juggle those and be like, what makes the most sense? Which is kind of what we were talking about earlier, where sometimes no dialogue is the correct choice. Because sometimes right. it's not in a character's characterization to talk. So don't make them talk. <laughs> right. But off that, you know, there's off opportunities the to get a little playful with it too, because you know, dialogue can be used for exposition. There's really no arguing it. It can yes. be, you know, overused for that for sure. 
Yes. But when thinking oh, about, yeah. all right, this is ha- something has to be explained here. You know, you can play around with, well, what would this, some people just, you know, like now this character will explain the history of the world. Yo, when yes. the reality is where I approach it from, at least, is where, okay, well, what does this person think that the history of the world is? Yeah. Like, it could be wrong. Like, and that's one of my favorite things. Like, they deliver, like, an imperfect summary. But that's yeah. just what they know, just from where they've been and what they've seen. Oh, I love hiding exposition and dialogue. It's so fun. Because, and this is one of the things, well, th- that's also one of the scary things about the most recent thing I've come up with, with one of my stories, where I found a really good excuse to use dialogue, like, naturally and, like, characters naturally to explain a large chunk of exposition of the world and, like, its history. Now, the scary thing for me is not only do I have to figure out what exactly does this person know, because obviously I know the full story because I'm the one who thought of it. But what mm. would this character actually know? Would they know the full events? Would they know a, um, I guess, like, yeah, a slice. It, like, yeah, a slice of it, an imperfect slice. Is there, uh, do they have perceptions or impressions that are incorrect because of how things played out where are they in the world to think about it like this so not only do i have to think of that but i mean i also have to like set into stone the exposition of my world and i'm a coward so i haven't (laughs) i've 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 written the beginning of that story and i'm getting to the point where they're about to start like the exposition stuff and i was just like i'm gonna hold off on that for a bit because i don't fucking know yet (laughs) because i want to make sure that it's good Um, right but it's like it's the difference of someone who let's say exact for example i'll just really quickly kind of explain mine there's a a, uh, there's a couple it's a guy and a girl and this girl is like really new to the city there's something really big that happened in the city like a decade ago the guy was there for or he's been living there for about five years no one's really told this girl what happened like a decade ago like no one wants to talk about it and so my excuse is essential or and then they also there's an event going on in the city about it but it's really like i don't it's 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 kind it's kind of complicated but essentially yeah yeah sorry essentially what my excuse is is i'm gonna have the guy essentially take her on a uh, like a tour or kind of tell her his version of what it is this big event because it's like really important and it's a bit more natural because it makes sense there's like this celebration that's going on and or sorry not celebration like remembrance that's going on they know each other so it would make sense and they know each other quite closely they're a couple so it makes sense that he would probably open up to her about what happened there and also she just doesn't know Mm -hmm. like there's so many times where it's like And stuff like that, where it's like, it kind of makes, at least I hope so, it makes sense. Sorry, because I'm using my example as the one that makes sense, but I can't (laughs) think of, sorry, I can't think of another one off the top of my head. But it's like- It makes sense. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) But um, it's something like that, that makes more sense and seems a bit more natural versus like, if I walked up to Scott and let's say Scott and I were in a story and- we're both you know we're both still who we are we're both still writers we're both still like people that are aware of the world and i just walked up to scott one day and was like hey scott i'm gonna explain to you video games 
And then I give him like, and then I give him like, I dump like a whole thing about the video game industry, how video games work, what video game consoles are. And I throw all of that at him. And you know that Scott has played video games as long as I have. So you're just kind of like, why are you telling him this? Like this, he already knows. So it's like some weird unnatural. And I just, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Audience. Yes, exactly. It doesn't make sense why I would be like, Hey Scott, did you know that uh, uh, the books are writings on a page and that you have written a book? (laughs) For the purposes of this demonstration, Scott will be played by Tim Allen. Oh, what? (laughs) Thank you, Tim. Uh, but yeah, no, it's Thanks, Tim. a lot of people just, I feel like they don't want to try and weave in exposition naturally. So they just have one character tell another. Damn, if it makes sense or not. We're getting it in there. You've, you've put something in my head, too, that I I've, I've need to get out here. I need it out. I need yeah. people to know. Where's, yes. where, where's the soapbox? We got the soap. Okay. All right, I'm standing on the soapbox right now. All right. He's like five foot eight now. All right. All right. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> Future writers, I want you to future. I should specify future siblingless writers. Whoa! Never have I ever referred to oh. my sisters as sis. <laughs> Never have they once referred to me as bro or big bro. That's not what people do. That's not what siblings do. I don't even think we say hi when we enter the same room. We just <laughs> we just start like <laughs> talking about something. Please. Stop it! All right, I need nobody to also, says that. Scott, scooch over. I need to also stand up right. on this on this soapbox. There's, box r- a there's bit. room. Up, up. Yeah, up, we're gonna, up. I'm hopping up here. Come on. I agree. For anyone that has never had, who does not have siblings, and you're writing about siblings, guess what? We hated each other for like half of our lives, and now we're like pretty okay with each other. I have never once called. My brother, bro. I've never once called my sister sis. I've never, and I and like, and I have a twin sister. I've never in my fucking life ever gone off about the fact that oh yeah, I'm a twin. <laughs> we got like a twin power. We could let's like really close and. <laughs> That's our twin psychic connection for you. God, shut up. <laughs> God, it's just like. The only time I ever bring up a twin is if I'm absolutely pressed and I have nothing else interesting to say about myself because that's like a get out of jail free card. That's the only time I use it and I say it and I'm (laughs) done. Like other people want to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, sure. Cool. I have a twin sister. Oh, who's older? I am by 12 minutes. (laughs) And then we move on. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's the conversation. That's the it's only a thing that's prompted when it's prompted, you know? Like, oh, hey, do you have any siblings? Oh, yeah, you know, I got one sister. You know, you know how I, you know how I greet my brother. By the way, I'm not like, hey, bro, what's up? I'm like, sup, fucker. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, sup, bitch. <laughs> right. Hey, I don't even do that with my sisters. I'm just like, all right, we're always about it. At most, at yeah. most, we usually just start talking. Like that's, please, and no, no, I never call. <laughs> oh, thank you, mother. Thank you, father. Thanks, Unk. Uh, That's a classic Unk move, Unk. 
Short for uncle, of course. <laughs> I'm just like that. Shortening words. Please, pl- I'm pitching dialogue! Please tell me you haven't actually read that somewhere. No, but this is my warning that if I do read it somewhere, I I'm gonna go bananas. I will find you! <laughs> I will do bad things to you <laughs> if I read that. <laughs> anyway, if you're using it short for uncle, and you say unk... <laughs> Bad things will happen to you, and I will be the threat. cause of them. <laughs> <laughs> or even just like friend or ah, oh, classic. No, thank you, old friend. I hear that a lot. Thank you, old friend. Like I, I don't. We, I know we've been friends a while. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, my friend. <laughs> no, you know when you know that's you when know we when... do. That's when we do it when we're joking about. Yeah, I was about to say yeah when we're fucking being sarcastic. <laughs> when we say that. <laughs> Typically, when one of us insults the other, and then they go, "Thank you, friend." Dude, I will be honest. I've called you, Michael, Connor, Mayberry. I've called all of you brother that more than I've called my actual brother brother. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably done the exact same. Sometimes in a Hulk Hogan voice. I, I like 50% in a whole <laughs> very good ratio. <laughs> yes. Some brother. If you do not understand how certain relationships generally work out and all you have to reference is Hollywood, please, for the love of God, don't reference Hollywood. Please just or- ask someone who has a brother, who has a sister. Right. Like, hey, how do you address each other? And they're like, by name? <laughs> by Fortnite dance? <laughs> Just get some context, please. I am begging you. Nothing hurts me more. And this is something else that I honestly follow as well. If I don't understand how something works, I do one of two things. I either try and figure out like the dynamic or whatever, or I don't write it because I don't understand it. <laughs> now, obviously, obviously, there are some things where you can, you know, uh, kind of skimp around on that a little like let's say like something that nobody experiences like you know something like uh, immortality or like big uh, I don't know philosophies about life or what something like that fine but if it's something really simple you could solve by asking someone a question please don't do it <laughs> just just ask them or just just ask do ask yeah just solve the issue <laughs> Be like, do you have, have you ever once in your life called your sister sis? And then they'll tell you no and give you a strange look, but it's okay. You got it. You make a good friend. You make a good point, friend of eight or ten years. I forget what <laughs> you make a fine point, my friend. <laughs> ah, yes, we've been on many adventures, as you can tell. Yes. Just write people if people are close just fucking write like they're familiar just right, have them talk to each other just, like they know each other close, just talk that's what they yes. do you don't have to aggrandize it they just talk that's it there you go you'll never you'll never mess it up again we gave yeah. you a secret i better not catch you messing you it up mess again mess it up again I swear to god <laughs> i'm getting the negotiator a big stick. That's what I call my shot. It's not as impressive as the name suggests. Oh my god. 
Goodness See gracious. right there. What could we have said there? The absence of dialogue made that moment so much more powerful. See it's happening what? again. I was it one last thing. If I feel like we're winding down here, I'll just throw in one last thing here. Yeah. For dialogue, make it snappy. Don't take all day to make <laughs> just have the yeah. character say one thing. This is Let's get through this thing. Yeah. Like if you're absolutely sure it has to be, you know, three whole senses, okay. But are you sure you can't do it in two? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's a little bit too common. Like maybe it's a character quirk. They, but that, again, that's a, one of the now corporate quirks for some characters where they just over talk. They just say things like three times to make sure you got it. Like, and that's another thing too. Please, talking too much is not a character. It's a character trait. But that's not a character make, you know? Yes. If you don't have anything nice to say, shut up. Yes. Agreed. Or just in general, shut up. Uh, <laughs> whoa. Aggressive. Correct. You're right. Good talk, old friend. Good I, I value your friendship. Old friend. Shut up, Reinhardt. <laughs> <laughs> you make him. You tell you tell him to his face. I will. Then he'll yeet me. Yeetus deletus. What's happening? And what a way to go. And what's what's happening is that we're running out of steam and we are ending the episode. I believe. Oh no, we're having shitty dialogue. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no! He got in here too. Well, like with most dialogue, it's important to know when to just wrap it up and stop talking. I have shit. Sorry, I I made the wrong call there. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Chatting with Beta Comply. No, the music's already started. Oh, whatever. It's fine. Uh, oh, uh, God damn it. Now I have to start the music there. No, now we really shut up uh, thank you everybody for listening uh thank you scott for joining me on this episode uh thank you to all the boys yeah. for not showing up because i didn't invite you this week because of <laughs> some fucking around <laughs> lamau ha got him and we will talk to you all uh next week uh you know enjoy the rest of your uh hour minute life day uh year week month uh decade century lifetime I'm trying to think did i miss anyone catch you on the flip-flop <laughs> <laughs>